Hello, Marvelites. I'm Ryan Panagos, a.k.a. Marvel's Agent M, and I'm joined by... Blake Garris, joined by... William Beckett, musician extraordinaire. I think you were supposed to introduce yourself. Yeah, we though. just went over that. We I went mean, through um, the that plan, and you've just destroyed did. it. It's all right. You know, I mean, I wasn't really prepared. You saw that look on my face. That you know, <laughs> extraordinaire. Though, thank you so much. That's, I you know, threw that in there. You did, yeah. How are you doing? I'm doing well. You just took a tour of Marvel. We did, and it was. I mean, I'm I'm like still kind of just like little. Sh- Shell shocked in a, the best way possible. You got to see some cool upcoming stuff, and you're yeah. a big X Men fan, right? Yeah, I mean, I grew up on X Men, and uh, um, you know, I actually lost a bunch of my comics in a flood in my basement, which was a horrible thing. Yeah. But uh, um, yeah, I just wanted to bum, you know, like really bum everyone out for a moment. <laughs> Good. No, we try to do that Talk every time that. we do a podcast. It's like bum someone out at one point in time. Yeah. Only to rise to bring uh, them back to, up. Yeah, exactly. You victory. know how it goes. I do. It's, it's, a, it's a story arc. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so we, as we were walking through, you talked a lot about Gambit. Why mm-hmm. Gambit? I don't like Gambit personally. <laughs> I'm not a Gambit guy. So I'm always interested in what what appeals to others. I mean, Gambit. honestly, like as a youth, um, and even now, I mean, I just like really dig his. I mean, as 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 uh, as surface as this sounds, like I just dug his look. Like I thought that he, he just had a really great look with uh, um, his gloves and like his you know quaff. His like I mean like like my hair is kind of gambit esque. <laughs> if, if if this were longer, sure, which it has been, yeah, it's like pretty like pr- pretty much married after gambit. Okay. Um, uh, I don't know. I just liked his 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 power is cool too. You know, you can yeah. charge any object and it becomes a weapon. I think that that's kind of cool. Well, that's good. I, I, the fashion, I get. The powers, I totally get. I just, you know, you don't like, like his. Uh... He's such a sleazeball. I love that. I'm like, really? I don't. <laughs> no, it's not really that. No, okay. You know, because in the um, uh, like his comic, you know, um. In Gambit One, it sh- like it shows you the past of like his his love that died, which I think is really interesting in his character. Be- be, you know, and, like why he is the way he is mm-hmm. to go back and and like see that like he he did have a true love that he what you know like he wasn't always this like sleazy like you know Bayou Bandit <laughs> you know Bayou Bandit that's a good subtitle for an upcoming Gambit. Series. You can have it. Thank you. And if I see it, I'll be. Um, you gave it up. You. We have it on tape where you say. Where I you say can you it. can you have it. Away. It's cool. All right. This is the Bayou Bandit. You know. I'm <laughs> sure. Uh, I'm sure that it's been used b- before. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so are you all caught up on the Gambit series? I'm not. No. No. Uh-huh. I'm not. I didn't actually know that it was still happening. But you know, being on tour, it's tough to like find like like you know, like. Comic shops, uh, like in and like, uh, you know, anywhere USA. Sure. You know, yeah. e- even though um, my tour manager Dennis is a gigantic fan still, mm-hmm. and um, he's just uh, he always finds a way to like find one. Oh yeah, you know? the dedicated will find a way. The dedicated will, and yeah. and and I think that this l- trip here probably revived a lot of that. So that's cool. That's yeah. good. Yeah. I- yeah, I'm always interested when I talk to whether it's a wrestler because mm-hmm. they're always on tour as well, or someone in a band when they're on tour, how they get their comics fixed because everybody has their own methods. Um, have you ever tried reading digitally? 
No, I, I'm I'm a little bit of a purist when it okay. when it comes to it. I mean, any book I try and get the print. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm a huge fan of Game of Thrones, and I've been reading that. And you know, and those are pretty like bulky books. Oh yeah. So like lugging those around isn't the easiest thing on tour or like yeah. on a plane. You know, but I still prefer like smelling the the print and like it's it's there and it's physical and you know in front right. of you. N- not that I'm. I mean, I'm not uh, under any illusion that that uh, that that digital's not the future. You know, like I understand all that. Yeah. And from a music standpoint, it's the same. You know, right. obviously, you know, you know, you know, like a CD is is uh, is you know, it's it's not really what is you know, it's not. It doesn't the have primary the same, source. Right, it's, it's and it like doesn't have the same the, emotional... You don't get the same emotional connection from a CD as you would, say, a record. You know? Or even, like, I mean, like, you know, even more so, like, you know, when you buy an album on iTunes, like, you, mm-hmm. I don't feel any connection. Yeah, it's you know? just, oh, I got the music good. But, you know, like, even, you know, with the CD, you can open it up, you can read, sure. the, you know, the lyric, and yeah. you can, you know, put the, you know, the pictures on your wall or whatever, but... You know, like a vinyl, obviously, is like it's the ultimate, yeah. you know, collector's piece. Yeah. And that's what I think is so cool about comics is that each and every one of them is unique in and of itself, and it's a collector's piece. And you know, I try and um, implement that into how I, you know, try and package my music to like yeah. make it something that's collectible, something that is that you want on your walls. Sure. As opposed to something that's like a throwaway. Yeah, yeah. No, it's interesting. I for me, I either buy vinyl or I buy digital. Yeah. I like I've gotten rid of almost all my CDs and it's, you know, I'm, but there are times when I'll get someone I get someone will pass me a CD and it's amazing packaging, it's really well done, it totally. folds all out and you're like, I don't want to get rid of this. This is awesome. I mean, you know, it's a really interesting thing that a lot of releases now are done on vinyl with like a digital Yeah. You know, download and like that's how you do you do records for some you know for some people, but there's still you know there's still a market f- you know f- for the discs, but it's I mean no one can you know foretell the future. Sure. So we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah. How often are you on tour? We're all the time. All the time. Yeah. Oh. Th- this year and last year, um, particularly, have been crazy. I mean, I've been tour for like nine years. You know. My band um, used to tour a ton, and now that I'm solo, I, I've been touring um, pretty uh, um, diligently. <laughs> Where is home? Home is sh- Chicago suburbs. Okay. I don't claim to be like a sh- you know like a Chicago boy because I live in the burbs and I always have. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's like one of those things where um, people are like, "Oh yeah, like what's your favorite part of town?" It's like I know. L.A. and New York and Nashville, you know, proper more than I know Chicago, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, but well, the burbs are nice. Yeah. yeah. Blake and I were just in Chicago two weeks ago uh, for a comic convention. Cool. And it was cool. Like, we go to these things and we, like, we get dro- it's like we get dropped in, <laughs> we work for 12 hours, we go find dinner somewhere <laughs> cool, and then we, like, you know, hang out. But we don't get to see the, the city too much. And right. You know, like, I have the two pizza places I like going to. There's a ton of amazing food in Chicago. Oh, yeah. And I went, I had lunch with a guy who 
um, Kevin Pang, who writes for Chicago Tribune, he's just a mm-hmm. features and food guy, and he took us to this Italian deli, and I was like, oh my god, we all this food, and it was incredible. Yeah. And I said to the guy who was working there, I was like, you should bring this to New York. He's like, you live in New York, why do you need me to come there? You're right. I was like, yeah, you're right, but this is really There's good. There's really good stuff here, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but this is tiny place called Big and Littles that you need to check out. Yeah? Yeah, like... If you're into fish tacos, it's the best fish taco I've ever had in my life. Go on. And it's like just, it's just a, it's a cash place, you know. Um, uh, regrettably, Guy Fieri just like did like a feature on it sure. for his show. Yeah. And I can't stand that dude. Sure. At all. <laughs> so, Guy Fieri. Let's just go on. Let's just talk about Guy Fieri for a second. <laughs> he is um, the dichotomy of this group of human that me and my friends made up called Smoke Daddies, okay? He's a smoke daddy. And what is a smoke daddy, you, you may be asking yourself. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> smoke daddy, there are three three requirements to be a smoke daddy. You know, it's sort of a rubric for smoke daddy-ness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, one of them, n- number one, is uh, a love for like flame stuff like like flame wallets or f- like like flames on your jeans flames on your car like okay. you like the flame I have a it- large flame tattoo Okay that's only one That's only one all right I'm not saying that like fire equals smoke dead Okay okay but where there is fire there is smoke and where there's smoke there's fire <laughs> Yes <laughs> just saying Okay number 2 Yeah um like bleach blasted like uh Bleach blasted, gelled to like the hardest, most indestructible, immovable hair you can do, and he does that. Yes. Um, and then number three, and the most annoying thing to me, Oakley sunglasses on the back of your head, like <laughs> backwards. You I really hate, it. hate this guy. So no, but like it's not just I don't really hate him. It's like. Having come to understand what a smoke daddy is, I feel like I, I'm closer to him now. Sure. You know? See, when you describe this, oh, to me, it just describes him. I can't imagine <laughs> anyone else, listen, though. Listen, though. This is, this is where it's going to blow your mind, man. Go on. The singer of Smash Mouth. <laughs> smoke daddy. Okay? I did not know that. Uh, singer of Sugar Ray. That dude. Definite smoke daddy. <laughs> I would also say um, Sammy Hagar, Smoke Daddy, big time. Sammy Hagar, okay. Smoke Daddy. So you're just starting beef with a bunch of lead singers and yes. uh, a I'm not starting chef. beefs. I'm not beefing anyone. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is almost like, but like I said, just... this is borderline adoration at this point. Yeah, you've, you've crossed. I'm just perplexed, you know. Yeah. The Maybe next time I come in, I would love to talk about Smoke Mamas. Which, uh, which is also something that I love. <laughs> I bet you mamas. do. <laughs> love smoke mamas. Uh, I, I don't know where to go after that because that's just that was that's terrific. It's super weird. Um, um, I'm super weird. So yes. Um, <laughs> talk about your current music and what you. Well, yeah. I mean, for the fans who who are coming in from the Marvel side, as opposed, because we'll get some fans who are yours listening and they know yeah, your history and your background. But for the Marvel fans, the comics fans, give some background on where you are now. Sure. Um, I was in a band called The Academy Is for like eight years and. Um, just last year, I went solo, as they say. But it's mostly because I wanted to, like, strip d- down from, from you know, having all of these 
um, outside voices and influences mm-hmm. saying like you should do this, you, should, you know, you should do that. Like when you compromise a vision um, to that level, it just becomes you know watered down and you know sure. uh, not really what you intended in the first place. So I wanted to make music again that was pure and that was exactly what I want to do mm-hmm. and not be told how to dress and not to be told how to sing or how to speak on stage or t- do an interview like I, I, like the smoke the smoke daddy thing would never have gone over in my band <laughs> okay they would like be screaming at me outside of this thing but you know what I don't care because this is who I am sure. and like this is what I care about smoke daddy smoke mamas I mean this is like yeah, but, yeah. you know anyway um <laughs> Um, so then I started touring a ton, and um, I released three, um, uh, like, sort of EP releases last year that, you know, um, each one ties into the other, so it's like a story, and uh, I recently just signed with um, one of my favorite labels, um, uh, and they're called... Equal Vision Records. Sorry, I, I have a stutter sometimes. Okay. Um, and uh, I just finished uh, my full-length record, and it's coming out at the end of the year, or well, l- later this year. That's prolific. Three EPs and last full, year was three EPs. But I mean, in yeah. the span of what, like fifteen months? Like yeah. three EPs and a and a full length. Well, that was the thing too. You know, I was kind of stifled as far as writing, mm-hmm. and then um, you know, at the moment that I decided to go solo, like, it was like the floodgates opened yeah. and I felt revived and rejuvenated, as, you know, you know, as far as writing honestly and just, like, telling my story yeah, truthfully yeah. and, like, being honest with myself finally again, you know, because it, it, it turned into something that was as if I was writing for other, like, like for someone else, yeah. like, to, like, achieve something that... Um, someone else wanted me to achieve as opposed to just like doing it the way I started which is like you like why do you tell a story in the first place why do you go into you know art why do you go into you know music like you you do it because it's part of your DNA and and I I just had like I I had to get back you know you know to that real spot again yeah you mentioned EVR um who was on Equal Vision when I was younger? It was like Shelter, maybe? Mm-hmm. 108, mm-hmm. maybe? And then uh, Saves the Day on. Saves the Day, yeah. So, like, Kobe. I knew Eben from uh, Saves the Bass Day. Bass player, yeah. Yeah, from. Because I used to book shows and, and do a lot on Long Island. Um, and he was in this band called Yearly. So it was just. It was cool to watch him, like, go on a Saves the Day. And then they'd yeah, be man. on MTV. I'd be like, cool. Yeah, Saves the Day, man. I mean, that was one of the big reasons why I started singing in the first place yeah. was, you know, being a huge fan of Saves the Day and, you know, going to see shows at the Fireside in Chicago in front of, like, 12 people. Yeah. And... I have photos of early Saves the Day um, shows where, uh, I don't remember the singer's name, but he wouldn't turn around. Chris Conley. Chris, he wouldn't mm-hmm. he wouldn't turn around and he would always sing, like, to the drum kit because he just was so nervous at that point. It but wasn't like a Jim Morrison thing either. No. Where he was doing it and then at the very end he, he turned turn. around... No, it was just you know getting to that point where yeah. he was super comfortable. Yeah, totally. Yeah, but they were so good. So good. still so good. Still so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, it's awesome 
to be a part of that family. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, people ask, you know, you must love working at Marvel. It's your dream. I was like, yeah, I've been reading Marvel comics since I was like six years old, and yeah. it's good to know that people can can get that same satisfaction across the board. You know, I know people go into video games and like, yeah, I'm working on this video game company, or I'm, you know, on this label, and know like there's that. There's just that connection to something you love that you can carry over into what you're doing. It's Absolutely, cool. and, you know, and especially when there's history involved, and yeah. there's that that uh, you know, it's a true connection. And being a part of that label now, um, it really brings back those, you know, the spark moments of yeah. why you do it, and that's what's it's a great reminder when you're part of something, um, you know, and even when it gets big, you know, obviously Marvel's huge, but. Um, even still, I get that sense, you know, like walking through yeah. here, it's like people who are fans. Yep. Like you're still fans of, of what you do. And I feel like the moment that you cease to become a fan of what you do is the moment that it's going to fall apart. And I see that in music so often. Mm-hmm. And it happens mostly on the larger scale, like major labels are falling apart. Why? Because they don't like music as, you know, they like music, but it's, getting so... it's more, it's like, they're so fixated on it being a product, the business selling it, yeah. and they forget that like you need to make things exciting and adapt to to like the the changes of the marketplace, but at the same time keep it exciting. Like what made you be a fan of 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 music in the first place? What what made you become a fan of of comics in the first place? And get back to that that like that that point, and from there I feel like just that's where you have to be to be successful, I feel like. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Rock and roll, where can fans find you online? Online? Uh, I'm all over the place, man. <laughs> I'm on Instagram, I'm on Tumblr, where, Facebook. Like, what are, what are, like, if someone wants to go right there... Uh, the William Beckett... Mu- uh, yeah, so, well, there's so many. WilliamBeckettMusic.com is my official site, but my Tumblr is pretty much where I, I run everything and, like, talk about stuff I like and... You know, it's not like a stuffy band website. Sure, it's just like like I'll post like a, a movie poster that I dig, yeah, or, yeah. or like talk about a a movie or a song that's you know that's piquing my interest at that point in time. And m- my Tumblr is just the uh, the WilliamBeckettBlog dot com. Okay, and William Beckett across the board, like Instagram, cool. Twitter, all that stuff. Nice, yeah, yeah. My Tumblr is probably fifty percent pictures of sloths and other animals. So lovely, I get it. Yeah, it's cool. I, I think I'm gonna follow that. Nice. I could follow that. Yeah. yeah. Rock and roll. Uh, cool. Well, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. This is Marvel, your universe. <laughs>